The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to A Gut Feeling, where we discuss the brain-gut connection and how to break free from bloating and chronic inflammation of the gut. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, former anxious IBS struggler turned holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Thank you so much for joining me on your healing journey. Hey guys, welcome back. All month long, we have been talking about breaking diet culture. It's seriously become honestly my favorite topic because it is so important when you're healing to rid yourself of this vicious cycle because most often my clients come and of course they want to lose weight. Of course, that's that's a that's a, a big symptom for them that they want to work on. But the problem is, is that there's root cause issues in the body. And so we can't just go right in and jump to the weight loss because we're not healing. We're not getting to the root cause of the issue. So we really need to look deeper into the health history and what's going on with the body to understand. Now, the problem is, is that oftentimes when we jump into a healing journey, it can continue to spark those diet culture instincts, like restrictive protocols for things like candida and leaky gut or autoimmune can just pull up all of those patterns or those old stories, those habits we carry, and they continue the cycle. So it's just another 30 days of something or 60 days of something that is just feeding that diet culture need, just constant need for diet culture. So What I want to do today, what I want to talk about today is how to break away from diet culture in a healing journey and to be able to look at it in a different mindset with a different shift so that you're not feeding into those old stories. So first of all, if you're just listening to this and you haven't listened to Breaking Diet Culture Part 1 and Part 2, go back and listen to those first because those have all the keys to understanding diet culture. I talk about what diet culture is, how we're exposed to it, and then of course, how to break the vicious cycle. I share a really amazing story about a butterfly as it relates to society and pushing people to change faster than they're ready. And I would love for you to hear that. That's in Breaking Diet Culture too. So 
definitely listen to them in a row and then come back and listen to this one where we discuss more healing protocols as it relates to breaking diet culture as well. So also if you're watching this, because there's, you can listen to it or you can watch it, but if you're watching it, you will see my cute little new plant in the background, which is so exciting because I've been meaning to get a plant for so long. And I finally, finally went to the store this weekend and got one. And let me tell you, it was like one of those things where it's like, all I wanted was a plant in the background and 50 things went wrong to get it here. But she's finally here, Miss Lady Palms. So if you're listening, but you want to watch, you can head over to my YouTube channel. The link for my YouTube is below in the show notes. And then go over there and you can watch every episode I've ever recorded. And it's so much more fun that way because I have cues and, and different ways that I'm you know, throwing my hands around, of course, because I'm Italian. So head over to my YouTube to check it out. And not just my plant, but the YouTube in general. And don't forget to hit subscribe because then you get notified of the newest, latest episodes that get uploaded there. So before we dig in, I want to talk about a new product. I am so excited about this new product, you guys. I cannot tell you, but I have to be honest. I haven't gotten it in the mail yet, but I want to talk about it because it feels so amazing. It feels groundbreaking to me. So I'm, um, you're hearing it here first. It was just, um, it was just um, launched last week. And so the thing about it, uh, the product is called Niacel. Now, Niacel is what helps you produce cellular energy production, okay? Now, what it really does is it's, it's an anti-aging tool, but it's also very helpful for inflammation in the body, okay? So here's some key points about it that are really helpful. Optimal energy production in all cells of the body, particularly the brain and the nerves, okay? Because remember, with the brain-gut connection, everything is transmitting back and forth from the brain and the gut all day. So if you get cellular production in the brain, of course it's going to boost gut health, right? Optimal metabolic function, which supports the metabolism of fats and sugars, which is, of course, fats and sugars are often what cause inflammation. So if they're supporting the metabolic function of them and helping you detox them, then it's going to be so much better for your body to dispose of them, if you will. It also supports exercise efficiency and lean body composition. And finally, which I think this is the most important key, and this is what got me, this is why I ordered it, it supports healthy methylation. It's necessary for the production of neurotransmitters and DNA, as well as homocysteine levels, healthy homocysteine levels. So that's really important for people who don't detox well. I'm a slow detoxer, so I feel like my toxins get stuck if I'm not constantly keeping those pathways open. And to do that, methylation is a great property for that. So definitely check out that product. It's called Niacel. It's in my supplement dispensary, which you can find on my website, JacquelineReneeWellness.com, or in my Instagram bio. You can head to my supplement dispensary and make sure you create an account to get a discount. And then, um, of course, you can search the link below if you're watching this YouTube. It'll click you right to the product, so you won't even have to search for it. Okay, so let's dig in. What is an elimination diet, okay? 
Now, an elimination diet is a very specific protocol that was created by functional medicine to be able to help reduce inflammation from the body, very specifically for people with autoimmune, colitis, Crohn's, you know, any major gut-related protocol, but also things like RA and MS. And this is to help you understand what foods are causing inflammation in your body. Now, the foods are not responsible for the initial inflammation. Let me make sure I say that again so you really understand that. The food is not responsible for the initial inflammation, like the foods that we're going to take out. Sometimes, excuse me, sometimes it's antibiotic use or stress or just wear and tear on the gut over time. So we're eliminating these foods, one, to help reduce inflammation so the body can heal itself. And also two, to understand your own triggers, because understanding your triggers is the most important part of a healing journey. What works for one person does not always work for another. It is all about bioindividuality. So we need to remove all of the toxic, top toxic triggers. It's a tongue twister, you guys. Remove all of the top toxic. <laughs> okay. Remove the triggers. You get it. And then you can start to put them back in so you can understand which ones are triggering you for your autoimmune or IBS or whatever it is that you have going on. So the key to this is to remove the top toxic triggers for 30 days, and then your body is clean. A lot of it is just nice and squeaky clean, and you feel really good energy, less inflammation. So now we can start to get in tune with the body when we reintroduce things. We can see exactly what is triggering us. So step one is to remove the top toxic triggers for 30 days. And these guys are caffeine, sugar, alcohol, gluten, and dairy. And sometimes we'll go a step further with eggs and soy because those can be inflammatory just as much. So we really go for top five, maybe add top seven, and you completely eliminate those for 30 days. Now, you don't have to start by eliminating them cold turkey. You can work your way up to eliminating, eliminating them, which I actually recommend. And I help a lot of my clients eliminate slowly because if you just quit sugar and caffeine, cold turkey, or even alcohol, you can have a really bad effect. It can have a really bad effect on your body. You can go through something called die-off from bacteria and you could get like flu-like symptoms. You can feel really exhausted, sweating, fever. And in our world of COVID today, the last thing you want is flu-like symptoms because you don't want to tip off anything that you're, you know, you have COVID or it's related to that. And we want to make sure that we're we're putting your body through a lovely process of detox, not so much of a harsh detox. So you can move through this slowly. It's super helpful if you eliminate maybe one at a time over the course of a month. And then once you feel eliminated, then you can solidly eliminate for 30 days. You're already there. So you keep it going. Now, after that, you want to focus on what you need to put in, which is very important because so many people focus on elimination, which brings in diet culture. I'm going to talk about that in a minute and don't focus on what they need to put in. So what we need to do when we put good foods in is focus on quality over quantity. If you're eating quality food, high vibrational foods, then you're going to get enough nutrients to help your body heal. 
If we're just simply supplementing for not so great quality foods, it's not going to heal the way we want it to. So to do that, you want to eat about an 80% plant-based diet, fresh organic food. So fruits, vegetables, things like nuts and seeds, um, legumes, and uh, grains, gluten-free grains are totally on board for elimination protocol, unless you're on a slightly elevated elimination protocol in which they will reduce legumes and grains, but it depends on your practitioner. So definitely ask them first before eliminating everything, right? And then you can eat meat if you are open for meat. And if you do, it should be organic, hormone, antibiotic-free, about 20%. And, and to think about different things, not just the plain old chicken or beef, but to think about things like bison and lamb and venison that can also be very lean and healing as well too, very natural. So the, the third element of the elimination diet is to focus on mindfulness. Now, this is the part where it brings you in out of diet culture and into a healing journey. So here's the transition. So lean in and listen closely because here's where we're transitioning. When you're on a healing protocol, the difference between that and a diet can be sort of rigidness, right? This rigidness around like, oh, I'm on a diet. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't, can't, can't all over the place. And we don't like that here at JRW. We like the word can, and we like the word doing, very present and mindfully focused. So when we're on an elimination protocol, it's really important to start to get in tune with your body and to understand what it needs inside the elimination and then also with the reintroduction and for the rest of your life because you are your own North Star. And I talk about this all the time, trying to pull advice and all these, um, you know, opinions of other people is constantly searching for answers outside of your body, but your body knows your body has all the answers. You just have to get really clear and mindful and ask it. So this is what I want you to do inside elimination protocol. Okay. The first thing I want you to do is to focus on eating mindfully. This means no distractions, no TV, no phone, nothing. Now, it's really nice to eat with somebody because then you can just talk and eat leisurely and it's really lovely and, you know, congregating is very nice. Community is very nice. So try to eat mindfully around your food. Actually, just do it. Don't try it. Do it. <laughs> and then the second part of it is chewing. And you guys have heard me talk about this a million times, right? I've said it. I said it in the first podcast and I've mentioned it in about 20 podcasts ever since. It's all about chewing your food. Actually, let's go a step further. It's also about smelling your food igniting those salivary glands and getting your body ready for food. So smell your food, set an intention with your food, eat mindfully, chew it. This in itself can alter your whole digestive process. If you do this, smell, chew, mindfully eat, you will absolutely change your digestive process. You will have less bloating. You will feel less anxiety, less stress. Try it. I promise it will make a huge difference. 
So this is really important inside any protocol, especially the elimination, because the more you can slow down, the more you can get these signals from your body of what's working and what's not. Okay, so now it's been 30 days on the elimination and it can feel like a diet protocol, right? Because you're like, 30 days is up. What happens on day 31? Ooh, Krispy Kreme run for everybody. Pancakes for everybody. You know, you just kind of go off. But what happens when you go off that hard after elimination can be very, very taxing on the body. Once you've done an elimination protocol or a detox, your body's really exposed. It's a very vulnerable. It's in this healing mode. So what you do on day 31 or 46 or 61 or however long your protocol is, is very, very, very important. This is the most important day of the whole elimination, okay? Besides the day that you decide to do it, which I'm proud of you if you have. Okay, so we want to gently ease back into the reintroduction process. So you want to know that you're going to probably take another month to understand what your body needs. So commitment to elimination protocol can be more up to, if not more than 60 days when you're trying to figure out what works and doesn't work for your body. Now, this can be really simple. You could get a food sensitivity test. You know, I help my clients do those. We send them right to the house and you do a simple finger prick and you send it off and it can tell you what's causing inflammation in your body so we can reduce it and go on a six week elimination and specific to that. And then, you know, and you don't have to guess with elimination. If you're interested in that, um, for the month of April, we're at, whenever you're listening to this, if this is inside the month of April, I have a really cool webinar coming up. It's called The Secrets of Bloating. So look out for that. If you come to that webinar, then you will get a discount off my Good Gut program, which is uh, where I give you the food sensitivity test inside of the program. If you're just interested in general about information of the food sensitivity test, then email me, Jacqueline at JacquelineReneeWellness.com. It's a great test. It's from KBMO. I've had the CEO on here. I've used this company for at least a decade, and it was the first test I ever got that was so life-changing for me. Many people say it's like really life-changing. So now... <laughs> If you're in this elimination and we're looking at the second month, we have to go through a slow reintroduction process. And this is the part that everybody skips because you've already done the elimination. That feels like the hard part. No, the hard part is the reintroduction. So this is where coaches come in handy. Of course, I really help my clients through the reintroduction process and I'm there for them. So always here for support. But what you want to do is reintroduce one toxic trigger at a time and then wait 48 hours and start to write down your symptoms of what you are experiencing. What's changing? Are my bowel habits changing? Is my anxiety changing? Did I have a mood swing? Did my skin change? Do I feel dehydrated? Did I feel tired? You have to check in with your body. These are all signs and symptoms of what's going on. If you did not have a reaction after 48 hours, then it's safe to start reintroducing that food slowly. However, you want to go back to the full elimination process before reintroducing the next food. This is to give your body a clear and concise like level of warning if something's going to happen. Okay, We like clarity around here. 
So then you will reintroduce the second food. Now let's say that the second food caused a reaction. You were bloated, you were lethargic, you felt bad. Now you really need to wait until that elimination or inflammatory response goes away. You cannot try to reintroduce while you're still inflamed. So give it about five to seven days for the inflammatory response to go away. That's the normal time it takes to get that response out of your body for those that cheat on gluten with gluten on the weekend takes about five to seven days. So you have to get that inflammatory response out of the body and then reintroduce the next food. So you can see how this can take some time. It can take up to an extra month because you're really working through what it has to do with each toxic trigger. So if, if you have already done this and you're still experiencing problems, then maybe you have some bacterial issues going on. If this is the case, then definitely reach out for help from a professional, either a functional medicine doctor, a health coach, a naturopath, to start figuring out what's going on deeper. An additional level of help can be a stool sample test. Now, I have one from uh, Diagnostic Lab Solutions that I can send out to my clients. It's very informative and it very, very informative. And it gives you like a whole panel of what's going on in your gut and with all your bacteria. And then we can make the proper protocol from there without messing around with all these other protocols. So if you're the type of person who likes to go right from A to B without all these different uh, paths, then definitely just make that call and let's get you a test so we can get nip it in the bud, if you will. Okay, so how does the elimination diet create diet culture? Because we need to relate it. We need to talk about diet culture. One of the things we talked about is mindfully eating. When you're out of diet culture and you're in healing journey, you are mindfully eating. But there are a few things that can trigger diet culture or like uh, past patterns with eating, uh, disordered eating or self-worth that can come up for many people, especially women, when they're doing an elimination protocol and can feel very restrictive. So the first thing is just that. It's very restrictive and it can bring around fear around the food and the body, especially when you're eating out, right? Like that's, that was very common for me when I was going through the elimination protocol for the first time back in 2002. Okay. I'm dating myself here, but in 2002, I went through my first elimination diet. I mean, you guys, there was not one restaurant that put GFDF on the menu. There was not one aisle dedicated to gluten. There was nothing. And now there are so many resources. So that's super helpful, but it can create this fear, right? So like you're out and you don't know what to order, or you feel like everyone's judging you or looking at you, it can bring a lot of fear. And the last thing that I want to do is bring fear to any of my clients around food or anyone listening for that matter. And it's important to know too, if you're getting that fear around food, you're triggering your fight or flight response, you're triggering anxiety, which triggers inflammation. So thus keeps creating this vicious cycle. Number two is that it can be very isolating. So, you know, a lot of times when you do elimination, it's very important to eat at home because you're buying all these healthy fruits and vegetables and you're eating at home. Well, you're not going to eat out much because it's really hard to get organic plant-based food out. I mean, 
not in LA, but in, in other parts of town, maybe. I think some of my uh, some of the cities are getting better. My hometown, Detroit, Michigan, shout out to them. They're doing a really good job of putting up some very healthy options and labeling everything. But remember, you never know what you're getting when you eat out because there's extra salt or oil. So it can be very isolating because you have to eat it all, uh, eat at home. And it also creates that diet culture because you can't enjoy a night out with friends. <laughs> I'm very, I'm doing quotations. If you're listening and not watching, there's a lot of quotation marks going on today. So you can enjoy a night out with friends is a mindset. You can enjoy a night out with friends. Yes, you can't drink or have dessert, but there are ways around it. It's a mindset shift. You have to get out of can't and into can and be able to say this protocol is healing my body. And I feel good that I'm doing it. I'm proud of myself for doing it. I deserve to heal. And so, yes, I can enjoy a night out with friends or go over my friend's house. I just have to be able to be vulnerable enough to talk about it and not feel judged, which brings me to my third point, <laughs> which is it can create more body shame if the foundation of self-worth is not there. Now, the last podcast I just did, Breaking Diet Culture Part 2, okay? That's exactly what I talked about. It was about learning the first thing, the last thing that I learned was self-worth in my healing journey. Now, it's the first thing that I tell all of you, especially my clients, it's what we're working through in every session, is how do we get to that you know, insatiable self-love, self-worth that we deserve this so that we don't end up falling off and getting back on and falling off and getting back on over and over and over again. The hard part about an elimination diet and some of these other healing pro protocols like candida diet and stuff like that is it doesn't always give you the exact answers. And so you can end up going through it, but it doesn't get you any closer to your goal. Now, this is where support will help. And I know I talk a lot about support, but you guys, this is how I healed. I have, you know, five people who helped me in my healing journey. And I was absolutely 100% grateful for each person on that journey. If you are working with a functional medicine doctor or a naturopath, sometimes that can be overwhelming too, because they give you the protocol and the supplements and kind of send you on your way. This is why health coaches are so great because they help you, they handhold you, they walk you from step to step, they help you integrate it in your life, what you need to cook, how to have abundance, self-worth. And so this is what I'm teaching my clients right now. This is exactly what I'm teaching in my four-month mentorship. First thing, self-worth, how to break diet culture, how to get away from the vicious cycle of I'm not good enough, I can't heal, I'll never get better. Get that out of your head because we're moving forward. 2021, we're doing this, okay? So I'm here to support you. It's 100% my passion because... I've been there. I've been, I've tried it all. I've done everything. And so I'm not saying that I have all the answers. I'm just saying that I can be an incredible support along your healing journey in your gut healing journey and your, your journey to love your body and love yourself. 
So, you know, that's, you know, that's how it shows up for me and that's how I want it to show up for you. So if you are ready to take the plunge, then you will want to book a discovery call. The link is below. If you're not watching this on YouTube and don't see that link, you can head over to my uh, website, JacquelineReneeWellness.com or head over to my Instagram. And by the way, guys, if you're not following me on Instagram, please do and shoot me a DM, say hi. I can't wait to meet you and talk to you and check out the links in there because that's where you can book a discovery call. Can't wait to connect with you. And I hope you guys have an incredible day. Chat soon. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.